Hello everyone, this is Donna, and I am back with the Vote Voiced podcast. Vote Voiced is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to voter education, registration, mobilization, and voter protection. And we're here today because we need to talk about voter suppression in the state of Michigan. Follow Vote Voiced on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We have the Vote Voice channel on YouTube. Please make a donation to Vote Voice. We have a secure donation button on our website. And don't forget to listen to the Vote Voice podcast. I want to thank everyone who supports us. And let's go ahead and get started. Now, Michigan Republicans have launched an effort to adopt new statutory voting restrictions via a ballot initiative. Now, it is an attempt by lawmakers to use their gerrymandered legislative majorities to overcome Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer's uh, veto power. Now, they're attempting to pass new voting restrictions through the ballot initiative process. Now, Republicans need to gather 340,000 voter signatures to qualify for an initiative for the 2022 ballot. And then they would have to persuade voters to support the restrictions. But that's not what they're going to do. What they're trying to do is take advantage of an unusual state law that allows legislators to pass initiatives that qualify for the ballot before they ever uh, appear on the ballot and without the possibility of a veto by the governor or rejection by the voters. Now, once again, this is what voter suppression is about. Unfortunately, we do have people in power who want to remove our right and our access to vote because voting is your voice. And if we here in America lose our right to vote, to make up our own minds, to to use our own mind to decide if the person speaking to us deserves our vote, to decide if we want a trash recycle center in our neighborhood. That's what voting is for, to decide if a law is the best that 
we want to have govern our lives. That is the power of our vote. And because of gerrymandering, we have people making decisions for us. And then on top of that, they want to remove our access to voting completely. And they have successfully done this already in a number of states. And I know everyone has heard lately of the state of Texas and they've passed, they've banned drop boxes in Texas. Now, they don't want to take their case for voter suppression to the voters. What they want to do is to take advantage of this unusual state law. Now, what, what that means is that they can use their legislative majorities, okay, to pass new voting restrictions into law with the support of voters equal to just 6% of the 2020 presidential turnout. So... In a nation, in a city, a state, I'm sorry, in a state with roughly 8 million voters, registered voters right now, in the state of Michigan, there is 8,048,000 voters. I, I can't remember the, you know, the thousands but there is a solid 8 million voters in the state of Michigan registered right now, today. And the Republican majority, okay, want to pass new voting restrictions into law with the support of just 6% of the 2020 presidential turnout. Can you imagine? Now, we know we've heard, I've had plenty of uh, podcasts on these voter suppression laws, but I'm just going to remind you of a few. They want to get rid of our, 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 uh, well, they want to make it difficult for us to have drop boxes. They want stricter voter ID laws, which won't uh, allow you to sign an affidavit saying who you are. They want stricter ID laws for our absentee ballots. They want to ban the Secretary of State from mailing unsolicited absentee ballot applications, okay? They want to take away our privacy at the polls. They want to take away our knowledge of who is sending us information 
from the Secretary of State by not allowing the Secretary of State to identify themselves. So we're not sure who is talking to us. Our issues here in Michigan are very serious because of the massive voter suppression laws that are being passed. And many people, many people are saying that the type of rules that they want to create here in Michigan is voter suppression. Now, they're they're talking about our voter ID laws. But we have a voter ID law. But what they want to do is to eliminate that affidavit so that people without ID won't be able to cast a ballot. Voters without a valid photo ID would instead be allowed to cast a provisional ballot, but it wouldn't count on election day. And it would only be tabulated if the voter returned to their local clerk's office and presented a valid ID within six days of the election. Well, if you have no ID, you you may not be able to have an ID in six days. So you're, you're forcing people not to vote. People are willing to go in and sign an affidavit to, as to who they are. Many, many people are saying that 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 certain proposals will reduce election fraud. But there is no fraud on such a level in the state of Michigan, let alone anywhere around the country. And they've had numerous attempts to try to convince us that fraud exists. But there's not any fraud that exists on a level that requires uh, it making it harder for some people to vote. Now, you know, one of the things that bothers me is that uh, they want to stop the Secretary of State and local election clerks from sending absentee ballot applications to voters who do not request them because we receive things in the mail all the time. If you receive a democracy document 
in your mailbox on top of all the junk mail that we receive. No one's stopping the junk mail. But here is an opportunity for you to decide when you receive your ballot, your absentee ballot application in the mail, you have the power of free will and choice, right? To send that in if you prefer. And you know what? You might not need to use an absentee uh, ballot that year, but it is nice for us as Americans to have the option to vote absentee, especially during a pandemic, especially during these uncertain times. They want to prohibit secretaries of states um, from mailing uh these absentee ballot applications. And you know, when in 2020, let's say here in Michigan, when the Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, mailed absentee ballot applications to all of us uh, in 2020, um, it helped us to have a great turnout during a pandemic. It was much needed. It provided peace of mind. It was safer. It allowed us to make a decision. Did you want to go to the polls or not? And just because you received that absentee ballot application, did not mean that you were required to use it. Now, on the other side, people are saying that uh, the the absentee ballot applications uh, had a um, would would cause a higher level of voter fraud. Um, and they complain about where. Uh, There were some addresses uh, where people did not live. um, And they were claiming that it gave rise to fraud. But voter suppression is not something that we should support. And I can't think of one instance out of 2020, the major uh, presidential election at that time, where there was any fraud via filling out an absentee ballot and mailing in your absentee Uh, I'm sorry, filling out an absentee ballot application and mailing in your absentee ballot. Ladies and gentlemen, it is so important that we fight voter suppression by voting in every election that comes 
to us. Now, for instance, there are elections coming up in Michigan, November the 2nd, 2020. Make sure that you know if your city has an election coming up November the 2nd, 2020. I want to remind everyone that September the 28th is National Registration Day. And I want you to make sure that you are registered to vote in your election. Okay? Check your ballots and, uh, I'm sorry, check your status as a voter, okay? You can do that at michigan.gov. Make sure you're registered to vote so that you can vote in the upcoming elections all over the country, but here in Michigan especially. If you have not received well, let's see, you haven't received your, as of this date, you haven't received your uh, absentee ballot yet. But make sure that you know that you are going to receive the absentee ballot application. Okay, if you haven't already marked on your application that you wanted to receive an absentee ballot for the primary and for the November 2nd uh, election. I'm voting absentee. That is something I have done for a number of years. I've never had any difficulty. There's, I've never been accused of fraud. And so when I had my absentee application earlier this year, I made sure that I marked I wanted to vote in two elections. So I'm just waiting for my absentee ballot to come. If you have not voted absentee before and you've decided you want to vote absentee now in the upcoming November election, make sure you request your absentee ballot application. Go to your Secretary of State's office. I'm sorry, you can do that online now. And also you can contact your clerks office in your city and make sure that you have an opportunity to receive an uh, absent ballot application if that is what you like to do. Now, you, well, you're going to make sure that you're registered to vote. You're going to make sure you know where your polling place location is. In the state of Michigan, the polls open on the day of the election, which is November 2nd. 2021 okay make sure that you know where your polling place is and don't forget to make a plan to vote what time are you going to vote are you going to walk or drive your vehicle or ride share make sure you know what time your polling place open or on around the whole state Every polling place opens at 7 a.m. And every polling place in Michigan closes at 8 p.m. Make sure 
you decide what time you're going to vote. Go with a friend. If you have your vehicle, invite three people to ride with you. Remind three of your friends that it's time to vote. We need to make sure that together we fight voter suppression by making voting our lifestyle, by keeping up with our registration on the same level we keep up with our lights, our gas, our water, and our taxes. We need to make sure that when we move, that we notify the second the um, city clerk in the place where we're living. Now, even if you just moved from one street to another, notify your city clerk that you have a new address. Notify your city clerk if you have a new telephone number. Make sure you keep your voter registration current. We want to make sure that we um, take care of our voting rights, okay? Because hundreds of bills, they're talking about over 400 bills, have been introduced in over 49 states, okay? In the hope of suppressing the vote. Now, we know that there is so many things going on in the world, and we know that um, it's important that we keep our civil rights, it's important that we keep our voting rights, because If we look around the world, and I won't start naming names, we see how when we as human beings allow others to take our voice, we we may never get it back. And so we have to protect our voting rights as American citizens. And we do this, I say this again, we do this by voting by making sure that we vote in every election. Now, word has gone out that in Washington, they're trying to get ready to pass the Voting Rights Act. And word's gotten out that Joe Biden may support getting rid of the filibuster. So hopefully when that happens, we'll be able to have the Voting Rights Act passed. There's two of them. And so hopefully these, both these acts, the John Lewis Act and the For the People Act will pass. We hope so because the fight for our rights to vote is a long and hard one. And we need all of the help that we can get from Washington to, in order to protect our voting rights. Can you imagine standing in line? And I mean, the freedom. I mean, it's, I've never thought about standing in a, a, a line 
uh, for eight hours and having to call Jimmy John's. But in Georgia, if you, you can't even call for a pizza delivery. Imagine that. Imagine not having a drop box. Imagine losing all of your rights in America and just a small percentage of people, what, 1% maybe, controlling 99% of the people in this country. Imagine losing our voices. That's a frightening prospect, everyone. And it should be frightening to everyone. That's why I can't say enough. We must fight the creature of voter suppression by making sure that we're going to vote. Now, I know that the upcoming election is for mayors and city councils and uh, other initiatives. But how important is it? Remember, the person you vote for mayor, uh, in the person you vote into office, that person may be governor one day. Remember, the person that you vote for city council member, that person may be your mayor or governor, and one day even president. So let's make sure that we know now who we're voting into office. That's why we need to take interest even in local elections. It is so important. I want to say again to remind everyone, remember there is an upcoming election, November the 2nd, 2021, in Michigan. Not all counties, not all cities have to participate. If you're not sure, if you have to vote in an upcoming election, it's better safe than sorry. Call your city clerk and ask them, Go to your city clerk's website. You'll be able to see if you have um, an election coming up. Make sure you're registered to vote. I can't say it more than a million times and it still won't be enough. Make sure your all your information is up to date. Make sure you make a plan to vote. Make sure you know where your um, polling place is and make sure that you return your absentee ballot in a timely manner. Make sure you have enough time for it to travel through the mail system. Make sure that if you've decided to vote absentee, make sure that you ask for an absentee ballot application. This is Donna Miller for Vote Voice. I want to remind you, please donate to Vote Voice. We have a secure donation button at www.votevoice.com. Remember to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Vote Voice podcast. I enjoy making these podcasts. I enjoy making sure that we understand that we the people have the power to protect our democracy, how wonderful our democracy is, and how we want to make sure that we leave our democracy intact 
for our children in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much once again. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.